Thank you for joining us for Redeemer Radio's share While we might not have people available to answer phones right now, depending on when you're listening to this, you can always donate online at RedeemerRadio.com slash donate. And you can find more information about share and the different hours at RedeemerRadio.com slash share And please share this podcast with your friends and family so that others can hear about the mission of Redeemer Radio and support it as well. Welcome back to Redeemer Radio's two o'clock hour of uh, this year's fall share My name is Jim Houlihan, and I'll be hosting this uh, St. Aloysius Hour. I'm joined uh, by five special guests from St. Aloysius. I'll let them introduce themselves. Um, a little bit about me. I am not a radio host. I just uh, am playing one for this hour. Um, I'm a member of St. Vincent's and Our Lady of Good Hope. And uh, my wife and I have four children that went through St. Vincent's and are now grown. Um, and with that, I will we will go to Andrew. Why don't you guys just introduce yourself and maybe say what grade you are, and we'll get we're, we're going to come around to all of you again. So we'll we'll just do brief introductions now. Um, my name is Andrew East, and I have been attending St. Al's for actually eleven years now. And I am attending the eighth grade, and I play basketball at St. Al's. Uh, hi, my name is Vincent Freiberger, and I've been at this school for three years. I'm attending the eighth grade, and I play basketball. Hi there, I'm Emma Miller. I have also been in St. Aloysius for three years, and I am in the eighth grade. Good afternoon. This is Mrs. Vores. I'm the principal, and I have the pleasure of serving these wonderful young people and their families um, I'm in my 12th year, actually, as principal at St. Aloysius, um, by God's grace. I'm on senior Bruce Pachaki. I'm the pastor at St. Aloysius. I've been there since 2016. Well, welcome to all of you. I, uh, we're looking forward to learning uh, all about St. Al's from the, from the parish to the school to the basketball team. <laughs> so we're gonna, we'll get into all those things. But first, let's start with prayer. Uh, Monsignor, could I ask you to... I, could I ask you to lead us in prayer? In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. amen. O God, who gave saints Cornelius and Cyprian to your people as diligent shepherds and valiant martyrs, grant that through their intercession we may be strengthened in faith and constancy and spend ourselves without reserve for the unity of the church. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. Amen. 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 In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Okay, Amen. Good. Thank you. All right. So before um, we get into St. Al's, we've got to take care of a little business, and that is recognize why we're here. Uh, we're here to raise money for Redeemer Radio and the, and the ministry, the important ministry that they conduct around here, spreading the gospel throughout the airways and throughout the internet and through podcasts and all the different ways that they do that. Um, they are completely listener supported. They don't charge anybody on good faith. They provide this quality content um, to their listeners and their users. And, and they ask twice a year through these share for people to, in good faith, contribute and help support the cause financially. So that's what we're that's what we're here today for this hour. Um, our goal is $3,000 for the hour. 
there's a $250 bonus for every 10 pledges. So for every 10 pledges, we add $250 to our total. So uh, if we can get 10 pledges, we need to get to 20. And uh, we get to 20, why not 30? Okay, there's, I know there's a lot of spirit down in Yoder. So let's see if we can kind of gin that up and, um, and kind of arouse the faithful. And also, since uh, a lot of our parents will be picking up their students within the next 45 minutes, while you're waiting in line, pull out your Perfect. phone. Perfect. Make Perfect. a pledge. Speaking of which, 260-436-9558 or on the Redeemer Radio app or on the Redeemer Radio website, there you'll see a button called Donate Now or Donate something like that. It's there's <laughs> I haven't seen it, but I know it exists because it's being used. So uh, multiple ways. Uh, do it safely, especially if you're in your car. Uh, 436-9558 would be uh, safe. Um, again, we need $3,000 is our goal. $250 bonus for every 10 pledges. Um, there are giving incentives at larger levels. $120 is an hour sponsor. It takes $120. To, to pay for each hour of programming. So if you want to sponsor an hour of programming, um, you will do that. You will earn a free T-shirt, uh, a green T-shirt. I don't think we have one in here. We'll have to bring one in so you can see them. It's called Made for Greatness. Right there. There it is right there. Made the for door. Greatness on the front. And I don't know, Emma, what's, is there anything on the back? Well, let's find out. I'm a little hung up. Okay. Nothing okay, made for, just made for greatness on the front yeah. and Redeemer Radio on the swing. So anyways, a, a nice looking green T-shirt, the $120 level at the $300 level, uh, you will get your T-shirt and be in, um, your name would be put in a drawing for Notre Dame USC tickets this year. So nice. Yes, yeah. Those uh, are expensive this year. Yeah. Those are expensive and that's always a big game. And so um, I'm guessing it's in South Bend and not in not Southern California. If yes. you're thinking of uh, maybe they'll throw in a big trip, maybe not. <laughs> but um, and at the $400 level and above, um, you get into day sponsorships where you can sponsor a day and you can you can issue a message um, depending on the level of giving between six and 18 messages in a day. So so if you're really in a in a charitable or some of those businesses out there that want to be day sponsors, the $400 and above level to $1,000 gives you um, your message all day on air at Redeemer Radio. So, okay, so that's a little bit of the business. That's why we're here. Um, but we're also here to kind of learn a little bit about St. Al's. And so um, let me let me just start with kind of on the parish side, Monsignor. How's how's everything going? How are how are you? How are, are people coming back? Are you are you seeing the church full again? We're getting there. Um, I'm not going to lie. We took a hit when we were, you know, when we had to shut our doors, you know, in order to prevent the spread of COVID. Uh, we've been back in the church proper for about 14 months now. And slowly over time, our masses have been filling up. I'd say we're about at 85 to 90 percent of where we were before COVID. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. Um, do you do you hear from those um, that aren't there? I mean, some, uh, and in some cases, they have legitimate reasons for not being there. I mean, some of them are people that have underlying health conditions and they're not completely confident, or they're people who have not been able to 
take the vaccine because of those health reasons. And so they're staying at home and perfectly legitimate reason. Yeah. Yeah. And are you the only priest? Yes. There? Okay. So in a... Okay. Um, phone number 260-436-9598 is the phone number. Um, for those who are looking to call in, uh, we're, we're talking to um, our guests at St. Al's. Um, and we were just we were just talking to um, Monsignor Bruce Pachaki. Pachaki, I want to make sure that I pronounce that right. Pachaki, Monsignor Bruce or Father Bruce, either <laughs> okay. works. All right, Monsignor. Well, you, I was going to say that um, with a with a one priest parish, you probably rely heavily on your lay people to have to. to to do all the things that need to be done. Have to because if I tried to do them all, I'd go crazy. Yeah. So you must. I, I guess that fosters a very involved, at least a core group of parishioners, doesn't it? And one of the things about our parish is that uh, many of our parishioners have belonged. I mean, they're part of families that have been members of the parish since its founding back in the 1850s. So we've got, you know, four, five, six generations. Andrew is part of one of those families. Uh, as I hear about it a lot from your grandfather. <laughs> is your grandfather still go there? Yes, um, me and my family, and especially my grandfather, we attend Mass every Sunday at 8 o'clock, um, and it's always been a real honor to attend such a Mass and get a better, better understanding of the Catholic faith each and every time I get to attend it. Sure. Are yeah. you are you a server? You, you, um, I will three? serve, yes. Um, I will also usher, and not a Eucharistic minister, not a... Not any of those yet, but maybe <laughs> one day. He and Emma also help stream our masses because we've been streaming masses since uh, shortly after we had to shut down because of the pandemic. So he, Emma, and we have three or four other people who help yeah. streaming our Sunday masses. That's great. That's great. It's an amazing experience. I absolutely love it. I feel like I'm learning something while attending mass. So it's like a double for... Yes, a double gift. That's a good word. So, Emma, do you want to get into the production side of media? Is that Do you have a desire to do that? I don't think it would be bad to do that. It's not necessarily what I want to do, but I think that would be a good thing to get into. Yeah. Well, it's certainly been a gift for a lot of people shut in. I know even I still go to Mass, but I still subscribe to homilies online that were never yeah. available before covid and, and, and they started publishing, I'm, I'm thinking in terms of like Bishop Barron's mm -hmm. weekly weekly homily um, that he, and there are many of them out there. You stream your mass so you could get your homily from that. Um, but but just having that as, as an extra source, and I, and, I can, and, I, and I tend to look at that throughout the week, not just necessarily on Sunday. I'll just save it and I'll look at it throughout maybe midweek. It's a, it's a great thing. So the, the, to be able to... To, 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 it's, it's just like on Redeemer Radio where they produce these podcasts that allow you to really, when, you're, when you have the time, it's not necessarily listening to the radio all the time. When you have time, you can go grab a podcast and listen to it on your phone, on your laptop, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, whenever you want to. So um, it, that just, just the ability, the, the kind of the evolution of media has is, is been so helpful for people as, a, as, a, as an additional way to pick up the gospel. Well, and I know as a pastor... 
I will confess to this much. I do listen to other priests' homilies. Sometimes I'm looking for ideas of my own. <laughs> nothing wrong with that. Um, nothing wrong with that. I mean, the differing perspectives that different priests bring to a Sunday homily, I think, is really uh, is really is really not only interesting, but it just shows you it, everybody has a different a different perspective of Scripture. It shows you how rich it is. Mm-hmm. Monsignor's uh, homily is always super incredible. Too. It's super thorough, and I feel like he's always telling a story when he does it. Not always, but a good deal of the time. <laughs> oh, but I always have to be careful if I'm telling a story not to be telling it about anyone who's sitting in the church. So true, <laughs> but it's always incredible. Well, that's that's got to be nice to hear, Monsignor, isn't it? That was unsolicited, too. I can yes. tell you, if you're not watching, there were no cues for that. Um Okay, so we've got, uh, we, we do have a pledge for Mr. and Mrs. James um, Conroy. So thank you. That's our first pledge you're on the board. We get, yeah, we clap for those first ones. Yay! And uh, we'll clap for everyone after that. If you continue that, let's get some momentum here. Again, we need uh, $3,000 is our hourly goal. Um, every 10 pledges yields an additional $250. So we want to get them in bunches. Um, but we start with one, and um, I'm going to leave it up to you, five, to kind of arouse the faithful at St. Al's and kind of uh, text. Uh, well, you didn't bring your phone, but you can All use right. my text your friends, um, anybody that you need to get get people going um, as they're sitting in line waiting for pickup. Um, let's let's get those phones ringing or get get those pledges coming in. Um, Tina, how's uh, how's the school year going I, it's i know there's there's uh, not everything is probably entirely back to normal but what's the current state of of covid protocols and how, how's that going well yeah who knows what normal means but you know by by the grace of god if we can wake up in the morning and we can come together and do good work with each other that's a good day and you know we're we're thankful to be able to do that we were shut down for a few weeks and you know i tend to err on the side of caution and so that's what I chose to do. And the community has been very supportive in that. No one likes it, uh, especially being home and away from the community. But it's one of those, it's a, it's a little sacrifice. You know, these are the things that we talk about with students in the mornings that there are little things that we can do with and for each other that can be given to God as, you know, I'm, I'm sacrificing myself. I don't like this, but I'm going to give it to you for your glory. And, and to serve one another. So right now um, we are back in school and we are enjoying uh, being there in person. Yeah. We are wearing masks. And that is something that, you know, we all know nothing's 100%. And, you know, there are opinions both ends of the spectrum. But like I said, I tend to um, err on the side of caution. And if this is another layer of protection, um, then I, I think we're called to be able to do, go ahead and do everything we're capable of doing. And so that's where we are right now. Well, certainly everything, nothing, nothing, we can, we never have been able to look too far ahead on this virus. So it, it, we, we, we tend to plan things in terms of a week or two, isn't it? I mean, that's about as far out as we can, as we can really see the trajectory Indeed. of this. So mm-hmm. um, the point is nothing Nothing lasts forever, right? Nothing lasts forever. We'll get through this and things will improve and students will get back to Mm -hmm. being students without wearing masks. uh, Absolutely. And, you know, the the teachers and students from the pre-K all the way up to eighth grade, they're just so they're just so good. 
you know, they just kind of do their thing. And they the, the students really, to my knowledge, just don't really make a real big deal about it. They help each other. If they need to remind each other um, going down the hallway, then that's just what we do. And I, I just so appreciate, um, I don't think they understand how much I appreciate their effort, you know, and they're young people, they're getting it figured out and they're just doing such a great job with it. Yeah. So you three, are you um, eighth grade? Yep. Eight, all eighth grade. All eighth grade. All eighth grade. Yeah. So what, what comes next after eighth grade? Um, I will be attending Bishop Lewis High School, where my whole family has been attended. And actually, my whole family has attended and gone through St. Al Wishes. And um, I just can't wait. I know a lot of people at Lewis, and it'll be a very fun experience. Um, I will be attending Norwell. Um, my family has normally gone to Bishop Lewis, but we've moved recently, and Norwell is just a better option for us where we live. And I attended St. Therese before I attended this school and all my family, to my knowledge, has attended St. Therese as well. Okay. How about you, Emma? I am not quite sure where I'm going yet. It's kind of a tear between Norwell, Heritage, and East Allen County schools, but I, I'm not sure. Let's yeah. see where the path goes. Sure. Sure. Like we said, we cannot plan more. <laughs> but those are big decisions. I'm sure you'll, yeah. I'm sure. That and you have sure. most of the current year to figure it yes. out. Of course, yes. yes. Yeah. I'm super excited to see where the path leads. Sure. Now, uh, tell me, at St. Al, is there a, um, do you have a youth group program at, 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 we've their, been trying, at their age? No, we've been trying to establish one. We're looking into the possibilities. Yeah, finding a good... Um, Getting the you know, right person youth, to youth leader to, to yeah. really to really quarterback that that is just really the key to it, isn't it? Um. Well, that, uh, you're involved in basketball, and yep, I've been playing basketball for a while now. It's yeah. been really fun. Yeah, Lewis Lewis always has a good basketball yeah. team. Is, is St. Al's basketball team good? Oh yeah, yep. We hope to go all the way this year. <laughs> right. yeah. There we go. There we go. How about you, Vincent? What are you into? Uh, I play basketball at St. Al's, and I also play baseball in Bluffton. And I think baseball is a wonderful sport for team teamwork and uh, learning lots of different things about new people and new, just new everything. Did you know there was a famous uh, Major League Baseball player not to, in my son's class, and he graduated in 2008. Um, his name was Jared Parker, who went to Norwell. Did you ever hear of him? Uh, no. He was drafted by the Oakland A's. Actually was a um, – he was um, – he got Tommy – he had Tommy John surgery twice before he was 30. And he, so he had to retire young. But he was – he was a Golden Glover. Um, I'm not sure what the pitchers were. He wasn't a Cy Young winner, but he was, he was an all-star pitcher. I think he pitched for the American League in the all-star Jared Parker because my son batted against him and uh, hard as he could try, he could not catch up with one of his 95 mile an hour fastballs wow. at Norwell. So that was pretty impressive. How about you, Emma? What are you into? Well, I play volleyball for St. Al's and I also helped assistant coach basketball last year and I'm hoping to play this year. And then I'm involved in softball elsewhere and I've kind of been getting into 
tennis as a hobby, and that's been a lot of fun. Yeah. Fun. Um, I won't. <laughs> I won't ask Principal what she's into. I know that your days are long. I mean, I well, they are indeed. But I'm very into sitting in my super comfy chair at home with my super fluffy cat and uh, a blanket and a book. So, you know, that's that's what I do for fun. And yeah. when the weather's bad, you have your dog inside as well. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Do you all live in the community, the area? Yeah. Um, the, the students are fairly close. We actually pull students from 13 different zip codes. And so for families to choose our school, it is very much an absolute choice. Uh, we don't have a busing system. Uh, we have a lot of families who do carpool, and and that's a, a gift for each other, but most of them just drive themselves. And so we, we cover a lot of ground. Mm -hmm. um, you know, she's talking about heritage, for example, and, and we have a family from that area. So, um, and, and Jim, a little bit ago, you were talking about, you know, the, the generations you know, that attend the, the parish. There have been, uh, we've got a teacher who is on staff currently, when her daughter graduated a few years ago from our school, she was the fifth generation to go through our school. And so this current school year, we're actually celebrating our 145th year. And to my knowledge, we're the second oldest Catholic school in Allen County. I believe Hessen Castle, St. Joe Hessen Castle has us beat by a few years. Well, that's neat. Do y'all realize you're a part of history like that? No, I didn't no. realize it until the car ride here. <laughs> that is that with that school, that parish. Um, I have never. I live up in Leo Cedarville, which is kind of the oh, opposite wow. area, and so I've ne I've never been down. I think I I may have been to a funeral at your parish once, but it must be kind of a cornerstone of the community if it's it's been around that long. And it is, but yet you know when you first see our building, you wouldn't think so because we're sort of off of the interstate. And Yoder itself is a very small town, about two miles away. <laughs> so you're north of town? Yeah, we're north and uh, east of town. Okay. And again, town is not the best way to <laughs> describe it. Homes, grain elevators, and a couple of garages. That's about it. Okay, Monsignor, you want to thank a couple people? Let's see. You want to thank yourself? We'll th I'll thank you, okay, for your pledge. <laughs> All right, and then I'll let you take it from there. Okay, we also we also need to say thank you to Mr. and Mrs. Russell Sorg. Uh, and get Mr. and Mrs. Gary Freiberger. Yeah. Okay, so we need... Um, oh, let's see, the big one at the top. The bottom. Oh, bottom? Oh, we, I'm trying to see it. Yeah. Okay, Eugene Freiberger, in honor of his grandson who's in the studio, we also need to give you a thank you. All right. How Which means that? be nice to your grandpa. That, Vincent? <laughs> grandpa came well, through. Thank you, Grandpa, for you donating. Yep. All right. Thank you, Vincent's grandpa. Um, we, need, uh, we need five more to get our first $250 Let's pledge match. Let's make it match. happen. Yep. Come on, rouse them. Rouse them. <laughs> Get a round of applause, I promise. Yeah, we're, our arousals are, are nice until they have to get stern in the second half of this uh, hour. Uh -oh. Okay, so let's. Uh, um, so what uh, what fall is? Uh, fall is kind of a fundraising type of year for a lot of. I just got done with Queen of Angels earlier, and they have two 
two fundraisers. They're a big one in the fall. And I know at St. Vincent's, we have our Vincent Fest um, this weekend. Do you have anything like that at St. Al's? Not at the present moment. I know that come November, but I mean, we'll be making some money off of it. There's going to be a craft show, but that that's primarily we the money we raise from that is just for rental of tables and the like. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know that we're looking because I know in the spring we're looking at a couple of things. We we've just finished a number of fundraisers. We had uh, let's see, a few weeks ago we have a, we call it our county market. We 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 raised several thousand dollars from that. County market is vegetables, crafts. We'll, uh, we'll continue on with that one senior in a second. We got to take a break for our first half hour here. Um, this is St. Al's um, Hour on Redeemer Radio. Stay with us. You can give sustaining support to Redeemer Radio by becoming a recurring donor. Ongoing contributions help to reduce our dependence on Sherathon and allow us to focus on programs and future needs. Your recurring donation can be automatically charged to a credit or debit card or transferred from a bank account. I came back to my faith in my mid-20s, and so for the period of time that I was not practicing, I feel like I missed out on a lot, a lot of learning and enrichment and understanding the Catholic viewpoint. So Redeemer Radio and its programming helps me. I feel like I'm catching up and and it, it just fills my brain and heart with so many wonderful things to keep me thinking throughout the day. Redeemer Radio programs accompany listeners at every stage of their faith journey. For men and women raised in the faith and those searching for the fullness of the truth, our programming has something for everyone. Your donation helps bring the truth of the Catholic faith to listeners 24 hours a day, seven days a week. It costs about $120 to provide Redeemer Radio listeners with one hour of Catholic programming. All donors who give this amount or more automatically qualify for a specially designed t-shirt. Call today and support Redeemer Radio's efforts to amplify the voice of the Creator with content that invites. Hey, we're back. Um, my name is Jim Houlihan. I'm your guest host. I'm here with St. Al's guests, special guests. Um, and we, before the break, we were we were talking to Monsignor Pachaki about... Um, a little bit about parish activities and, and fundraisers and 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 um, and I guess some of the maybe the fall activities that the you've fall got activities. Coming up. And I know that in the spring, in March, we're going to be having a parish mission right now. We're working out some of the final details on that, but we're going to have a parish mission during Lent. Any retreats coming up? Uh, we're also working on trying to encourage our middle school students. So if you're listening, uh, we've been talking to you about the Damascus retreat. (laughs) We're trying to encourage you to come on that. So, and that'll be next summer. Okay. All right. We all play a role in spreading the gospel here, not just the five or six of us in this room and Redeemer Radio, but but we're all called. And it's not just a job of people who wear collars like this. Right. Right, especially who wears as many hats as somebody like Monsignor Bruce does. So in a parish like uh, St. Al's, um, everybody has to be involved. And and some of these things that we're talking about here is really just a function of 
somebody taking the initiative, picking up the reins and running with it and, yes. and helping out your pastor. So, um, you know, the bigger the parish, the easier it is to do, the smaller. You just it takes it takes one person that just says, look, this is something I want to I want to initiate and I do it. So um, and in fact, one of the challenges I as pastor have, because many of the you know, some of our people who volunteer, they'll volunteer for four five and six things. And sometimes I have to say, you're doing enough. Let's let someone else take this. Yeah. Yeah. And a shout out to to our teachers. Um, you know, we're a very small school. And I, I think that is a true gift in a lot of different ways. You know, obviously, big schools have things to offer. Um, I would describe our school as as yes, small. Um, we don't have many bells and whistles, if you will. Um, but what we have is a very strong community, a very tight community. And the teachers, much to um, seventh and eighth grade's chagrin, um, they're very observant and they they keep a very close eye from pre-K to eighth grade. And, and that in itself is a gift. As a mom myself, if I know that my child is being watched and protected and cared for during the day, that is that is one of the gifts of our little school. So when we talk about, we all wear a lot of hats. So there are the teachers, our secretary, Sue uh, Fraunfelder, and myself, and we've got one aide through the day. We all do all the work. And praise God for parents who come in and help because, you know, it takes that community. So speaking of Sue, I want to thank her, not only for her 12 years of supporting me, in the good times and the bad. So yes, I'm going to get choked up again. So Sue, I love you. Um, but she also contributed to this hour as well. Okay. Vincent, do you have anybody to thank? Uh, thank you, mom and dad for contributing as well. And for anything else they've done for you in your life? Uh, <laughs> everything. Now that you've got the microphone. Yes. Uh, there's many things parents help with. I mean, my parents helped me and I could, I've, academically uh in sports and many other things that sometimes i don't realize myself how do you three like attending a small school it's great the family atmosphere is definitely powerful and definitely invokes me to become a better person because i've developed this close close relationship with all the people who are not just in my grade or all the people that I see on a daily basis, but everyone throughout the school and everyone who is with me, whether it be the football game at recess or the lunchroom or through the hallways. It's amazing. Uh, yeah, there. Uh, I myself help my grandpa out on the farm. I know several other students help their parents out on the farm. Uh, I know farming is a thing where it's helpful to the community, helpful to everywhere. And I know there's some students are in our uh, in my class um, that are very strong on farming. You, you learn to get up in the morning, don't you? Yeah, that's for sure. <laughs> Including especially Matthew. Yeah. Well, <laughs> shout out. <laughs> Are there, are there a lot of farmers in the community? Oh, yes. Very much. 
they mentioned Matthew, who happens to be one of Andrew's cousins. Yeah, yeah, we've definitely grown up together. It's been fun. But he always likes to point out to me that he's related to practically everyone in the parish. So my challenge to him is always, tell me somebody you're not related to and you can't po point to me. I'm not related to Emma. Cheers! <laughs> Because it's much easier for me to figure out who's not related yeah, to that's him. Funny. Than, yeah. That's funny. I know the small school for me is, ha, ah, Gertie, you're going to laugh at me because I'm going to say it because we are one of the most close-knit families you could ask for. The classmates are like my brothers and sisters, and the other grades are like my cousins, my younger cousins. And I felt like, I feel like we're all just so united, and we have so many events that we do together, and... Thank you to Mrs. Vorce for making sure that we stay united in just not only in as a family, but in God and making sure that faith is a huge part of our school. Also, thank you to Linda Zaremba for sending a pledge in. We need one more to get to that $250. Let's make it happen. All right, Emma, I couldn't have said that better. Okay, we need one more pledge to get our first match. And uh, that, that's excellent. Let's, 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 as they say at the, do at the uh, dog track, big dogs run late. Okay, that's what I, <laughs> I've lost money every way at a dog track, but that's what they used to tell me. So let's be, let's the appeal to the big dogs out there to run late, kind of get these, uh, get these pledges in. And let's get our uh, let's get our first match, and we still have plenty of time to get another match. So let's shoot for twenty pledges. I know you're out there um, in the community of Yoder. Uh, we got a great group here that are just great witnesses of of your parish and, and the good work that Christ is doing down there and in in, uh, in Yoder. And uh, just judging by the kind of the upstanding and the outstanding. Uh, kind of character that these kids are showing um you must be doing something right there oh praise god thank you thank you grandma you made our final pledge and we made it to 250 <laughs> oh in honor of grandpa steve thank you yep there's family for you thank you very much all right well we we let's keep going okay because the the, uh, the more you call and the more you pledge the less we have to beg and i know that you'd rather hear about saint al's uh yeah, the, the, the so the um, well, you can see it, but for those of you who aren't streaming this, they've got this is a Florida Gator type of uh, mm -hmm. uh, mascot and coloration here of St. Al's, isn't it? I was kind of yeah. looking on the website and I thought I was on the Florida Gator website. <laughs> no, I'm a Purdue fan still. Yeah, okay. yeah same here. Yeah. All right, of but, course. but you've got the Gator colors. Yep. yep. We're just a little bit biased to Purdue in this room. Well, at least yeah. the three of us yeah, are. Yeah, the three of you. Playing Notre Dame this <laughs> oh, weekend. Oh, what's your yeah. team? Yeah, tough game. How do you feel uh, about that? I don't know. Hopefully they can walk away with the win. <laughs> Go and I'm hoping not. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, well, I, I graduated from, from Notre Dame, so you know where my loyalties lie. <laughs> oh, that oh, makes sense. Well, and and his, uh, his prayer line to heaven, Andrew... Might be, you know. Let's it, yeah. I'll just. I'll just say you've got headwinds. Okay, if you're no, praying no, for no, a victory, no, no, no. He can get his little sister to pray because one of the things we've discovered at our parish. I mean, every year during the winter time, I have to get up several times and I have to ask the little girl, little boys and little girls in our pre-K and K, quit praying for snow days <laughs> because it seems like every time they pray for one, they get one. Of course, I yeah. thought snow days were a thing of the past. Now, not. Yeah, I, I, I thought virtual takes the place of that, and, yeah. and 
there is no such thing as a day off. Well, that's one of the changes in the uh, in the environment these days. Um, up to last year, that was indeed the case. I like I said, I tend to err on the side of caution, and we are a very rural parish, and we bring families from a lot of different areas. So in in town versus out in the country roads. We all know what black ice is all about, so I do tend to be conservative when I call delays or cancellations. Um, but with with the gift of electronics and the fact that people are acclimating to that new environment, I don't I don't want to invest in that 100%, but I do think it's a good tool among many others in school. So if we need to use an e-learning day, we have that capability. It's not the best environment. But it's better than than nothing at all. And so even in school, the philosophy that we have is um, electronics is part of every grade level, but it's one tool among many. We even still count handwriting. Um, you know, if if the recipient, the teacher can't read the the product, then it means nothing. So handwriting is important. And we grade that still in our younger grades because that's also a fine motor skill that we're trying to develop in the young person as well. Um, so we, uh, we totally enjoy having that paper book in front of us and, um, you know, producing that, that handwritten product that's very important and to be neat and clean and tidy. Yeah, thank you. Well, we have a few more people to thank. Emma, you want to do that? Of course. Thank you to Mr. and Mrs. Joseph Sila. I hope that's how you pronounce your last name. Mr. and Mrs. Chadwick Ware and the Knights of Columbus 13142. Yes, thank you. We're halfway to our goal of $3,000 and we have 15 minutes left in studio. Let's make it happen. We can do this. All right. Very good. Thank you, all three of you, for those latest pledges. Um, 260-436-9598 is the number. Online at uh, RedeemerRadio.com, you can donate now. Um, and then there's a, the a Redeemer Radio app as well. So uh, three different ways, depending on where you're at and how safe it is for you to donate. If by chance you're not in a position to donate now, you can always do it later and, and indicate that it's for the St. Al's Hour. And they'll make sure that they record that pledge accordingly. So um, let's let's finish strong here in the last 15 minutes that we've got. Um well, so um, somebody asked at the break how many students you have at St. Al's. I didn't hear that answer. We have 71. Okay. And I, we, like I said, obviously we're a small school. We're pre-K to 8. And some people would say a micro school. But again, uh, as Andrew so uh, adeptly discussed, is being small is a gift. And... We've been compared to um, kind of a homeschool feel because the the particular attention that students receive from their teachers, and it's not just teacher and grade level. All of our teachers know all of the students. And we also think that it's important. Um, we have what's called gator groups, and it's a it's a cross section of a few students from every grade level level in one group. And so what we want is the younger students to 
look up to, literally look up to the older students as models and to see, you know, when they're smiling and laughing and enjoying school and and um, hearing them use their manners in the hallway. They're great examples. And we want our young people to, to experience that as well. So um, they're so good with each other and they have fun with one another. Um, there are times that it's not the cross section. It's just a grade level activity, but uh, we do like coming together. May I share something that I think is incredible about our school? Surely. All right. Well, it's all about our faith, but it's our the way that we take sacraments so seriously. Like, I feel like one of the most important aspects of our faith, and that is taken almost the most seriously, is the sacraments. There's a lot of hard work and help from the teachers and studying to perfect those sacraments before we go through with them. And... It's just, it's so wonderful because I was confirmed in second grade and yet I still went through the entire process so I understood why I was confirmed. And Mrs. Bull really helped with that, who's our religion teacher. And big thank you to her for, that was one of the proudest days of my life when they were all confirmed. And due to the coronavirus pandemic, I wasn't able to be there, but I still watched it on television because of how special that day was. It was that was incredible. Well, this is so. So, Emma, you've been confirmed. Andrew and Vincent, this is a big year. Um, I was actually confirmed in seventh grade along with Vinny. Okay. Um, yeah, it was a big, big step in my faith. Yeah, we tend to, we do confirmations every other year, and we do seventh and eighth grade together. Gotcha. And then in the off year, there are other parts of the curriculum that we emphasize with the students. Well, that's uh, those years where you have sacraments are are kind of special oh, years, aren't they're they? They're huge. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're you wonderful. you gr- you tend to grow up a lot. You learn a lot about your faith. Um, those are those are good years. I mean, uh, actually, your eighth grade year, having been confirmed in your seventh grade level, is probably it makes it even better. I would I would guess. I was able to, uh, I went through RCIA before I got married, and um, I was able to join the church as an adult. I was baptized, confirmed, First Communion, all in the same Easter vigil. And, you know, I'm still obviously learning, but to watch these young people and the very young people, like Emma said, to, to sit at Mass and watch how the students are so reverent, and yes, they are still you know, even the little ones, they they do sit still because I, I think there's just such a grace that is present and, and they get it. They just get it. You know, let the little children come to me. And that's exactly why, because there's they don't put up brick walls. They don't worry about the neighbor. They're just there because that's where they know Jesus is. And, and that's what we find incredible. Yeah, that 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 innocence as a, as a child that uh, sometimes is lost and and and. And, and and their faith kind of fades with it. So it's it's great to see the three of you still kind of on fire in a sense. That's 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 really a testimony to the parish, to the teachers, you know, and to the just the whole environment you have down there at St. Al's. Um, you know, the world needs kids like you. Really, there's there's a lot of kids that don't know what you know or have never experienced what what you've experienced there's there's uh that's that's uh, i said in the last hour i think that's why redeemer radio and what they're doing in their outreach program is so important because it's it not only appeals to people that are currently in the pews it appeals to those people that 
have never been in the pews. And, and certainly those people that used to be in the pews that aren't in the pews now. And, and that's, that's really the focus is, is, is all of those are important, but, but those are all the people we're trying to reach. And really to the extent that you at your age are witnesses to other children your age and students your age, and especially as you get into the next level wherever you go, whether you go into Lures or you go into Norwell or, or East Allen, um, you're still they, – they're going to look to you for that, for that, that leadership. Oh, I see more pledges. Yay. Thank you to Alan and Christine Gunkel. And, and I um, would especially like to celebrate my mom for her pledge. Thank you. And it says? A very proud Go message. Gators. Yeah, of course. <laughs> <laughs> well, th- thank you all. Um, you know, uh, our media tends to portray people this age often in a very negative light. What I would like to say is that if you want to meet a lot of young people who don't fit that stereotype, who are generous, open, and filled with faith, come to St. Al's. Visit us. You'll be surprised at not only how faith-filled they are, but how normal they are. Are your numbers are your numbers growing down there? You know, we are. Um, like I said, this is my 12th year, and we brought in on board to our, our school family 22 brand new students. For us, that is massive. And I, I, I praise our 20%. current families, you know, the, the word of mouth. And we are not perfect. You know, we have a lot of things that we need to work on, but our heart's in it, and that's what we're working toward. So um, I'm going to turn it over to your other co-host here sure. so she can <laughs> update you. I am so happy to say thank you to Amanda and Ben Freiberger, Matt and Sarah Daisy, and especially to our class, Mrs. Bull's eighth grade class. Thank you so much for the kind words. I'm so happy you're watching. Do you want to wave to them? Hi. <laughs> <laughs> that was uh, that was just for uh, Mrs. Bull's class. For the rest of you, that meant nothing. Okay. So, um, Thank you, you want to bet? Oh, well, <laughs> well I, maybe it was. Okay. So it, we've got a few minutes left. We have met. Um, we have currently, don't know the updated pledge, but we have, um, we will get an update here. Yeah, let's Anyways, see we've, we've had a good uh, last 10 or 15 minutes. We've got a few minutes more. Let's finish strong. Um, certainly affirming a parish and a school like this has got to be um, something that's easy to do. And you, I kind of commend all of you and affirm all of you for the good job that you're doing down there from the pastor to the principal to the leaders of the school, the eighth graders. Do you do you have a mentoring program between the eighth graders and younger ones? Not officially, except for the the Gator groups. And, you know, our students, they they spend a lot of time through the day together. Um, you know, fifth through eighth grade do their thing and pre-K to four do their thing. But there are a lot, a lot of opportunities where they get to um, be with one another. Well, I could I could identify three leaders if you wanted to start a mentoring program <laughs> to to uh, assign to the younger ones and bring them along because uh, you, you certainly have a strong group here. You, you, I'm sure there's many more back that uh, they're sitting in their eighth grade class that probably wish they were here, but uh, maybe next year. 
Um, I could have brought 20 kids. <laughs> yeah. And that, that would, would be have amazing. been a little tight in this room. The studio would, well, then I could have stayed home. Father Bruce, or Monsignor Bruce, you can't stay home. You know that. Just, <laughs> even though uh, being the sole priest there, pastor, and, and, and everything else, you've got plenty to do. Um, well, and in fact, when I leave here, I'll actually have a little time to myself, which really means time to take my dog out. Yes! yes. We made it! There's our, we reached our goal! and Brandon Bull, Jarrah and Elliot Gruss, and all of our other donors. I, I'm so proud of us and so proud of all of you. Go Gators. Thank you. Go Gators. Andrew, you said it well. Well, you know, we're, our objective here was to arouse the spirit in Yoder. <laughs> I think the three of you, and of course with your leadership. Thank you. Tina, Thank my you. senior. Um, it, what a great community you must have down there. I'm we sorry do. that I haven't spent much time down there. Because well, you're welcome to join us anytime. I, you know what? It, it's it's a little longer commute to Mass in the morning, but sometime I'll, I'll come down there because... We're uh, just south of the airport. We're very easy to get to, just south of 469. So look south and you'll see our beautiful little campus. And, and if you're going to come... Uh, Tuesdays, Thursdays, and Fridays are when the students are also with us in right. church. Tuesday, uh, you we split have, up the classrooms? We split up the classrooms. T Tuesdays and Fridays are the classrooms. Thursday is an all-school mass. Great. How, how many does the uh, church hold? I'd say about 125 to 140. So we have room. Yeah. <laughs> Plenty of room. And even although our students right now are, we hope, temporarily having to practice some distancing between groups, mm -hmm. there's still room. Right? Now, are there, there's one, are there one classroom per, per two, grade? One yep. classroom per grade. Yes, yes. Okay. And finally, I do want to put a, a shout out to our teachers. Um, I've worked with these most of these women for uh, a very long time, some of them for all 12 years. And I am so, so blessed to be shoulder to shoulder with them to partner uh, for the sake of these these young people. All right. Even though we have met our goal, you can still call in a pledge. It's not too late, I promise. <laughs> Anything will be much appreciated. I feel okay. like an advertisement, my goodness. Yeah, um, yeah. she can stay. You, the rest of you can go back to Yoda. Yeah. She can stay for the next hour because she she is an asset uh, to Redeemer Radio, and she's certainly an asset to St. Al's, I, I can tell. Indeed. Why, thank you. The same That's with Vinny and Andrew, you guys. Uh, good luck to you. Thank keep, you. Keep thank it going you. well. Yeah. Keep getting up early and helping Grandpa with farming and, and – uh, Hopefully win the basket yeah. basketball championship this year. Yeah. Yes. Hopefully we get yes. there. Oh, you're going to be starting Fingers pretty crossed. soon. A yeah, couple more weeks. Back home. Yeah. Boy, at your age, it seems like uh, in the farming community, about 13, you, you learn to drive a tractor, don't you? Yeah. Some of them way sooner than that. Yeah. <laughs> I'll just put it this way. Some of them I know, their parents allow them to drive vehicles, uh, at least on the property. Down the highway, yeah. At three years old. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Okay, well, thank you for all those uh, listeners call-in pledges. It's been a fun hour. Uh, what a great parish, St. Al's. It's been great to kind of get to know you and, and what you're all about. Obviously, the 
that we reached our goal. There's there's a lot of uh, Christ is alive down in down at St. Al's, and what a great thing. So um, thank you all, and uh, stay tuned. We'll be back for the next hour of Redeemer Radio's thank Fall Shareathon. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for watching. Thank you. Yes.